Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. I've got all of your entertainment and pop culture content tied together in one spot every afternoon here. And we're going to start with a Caitlin Bristow story. She's giving some more insight into her breakup and why all these women are angry with her. I have that in Tom Sandal and so much more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, the heartbeat of Bachelor Nation, the afternoon rush. <laughs> Let's get into it, folks. Hope you had a fantastic work day today. Are you working a four-day work week? Maybe this is your Friday. Wouldn't that be weird if we started a four-day work? I mean, it'd be great if we did a four-day work week, but then fr- Thursdays would be the new Fridays. Can you? I don't know if you can remember college. Who, whose great idea was it that everyone went out on Thursday nights and partied? I had a, I had a Friday morning 8 a.m. class. I don't know how I survived Economics 101, but here we are. It led me to this beautiful world of Bachelor recapping, and we're going to recap the hell out of today's episode. Uh, let's jump right into Caitlin Bristow. I made a whole uh, several videos about the online hate that people like Caitlin Bristow receive and uh, Becca Martinez, and they are actually very similar archetypes. Uh, Caitlin and um, uh, you know uh, Becca Martinez, they're kind of the loud, uh, counterculture, non-Puritan uh, sort of uh, voice that can really piss off some people out there. Well, let's play the clip from Caitlin Bristow's podcast, Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow, Grape Therapy, Delusional Confidence with Gabriella Halakis. Here's what they had to say regarding the haters uh, that have emerged following Caitlin and Jason's uh, engagement ending. Well, even, I mean, I am, like, I just think as women specifically, like, we all deal with our own things. Like, totally. Um, there's this, have you, do you know the Beyonce song, um, I woke up like this? Yeah. Okay, there's this one, like, middle part in the song where it's, um, this guy talking about how, as women, we are taught, like, do you remember this part of the song? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm getting, like, so much um, hate from older women just for, like, calling off the engagement with Jason because they see him as perfect mm. and I must be the problem and because I'm really loud and I'm, like, I share all my insecurities and I share it. So right. they, like, double down on certain things. But right. I'm not going to play because it it's actually kind of a long part. But Which I hate. Um it just it's just like you feel sometimes that you co- you've come so far or mm-hmm. you see things where it's like yes the change and mm-hmm. then something happens where it's like two steps forward and like 10 steps back every time every time every time and that's so relatable because i think especially being in our situations or like having a platform or being online and being public you can do everything right and mm-hmm. you can make so many people happy and you can empower women and you can do things right, no scandals, no nothing. And like you're you just have your head on straight and you're you're killing it and you're working hard, but you do one thing or have one incident or you have one tiny thing that you maybe say that can come off the wrong way. And it's like it takes away from all the good that you do. Yeah. And it, kind of what, what you said, like you can do everything right, make so many progress in your life and so much change. Then you have one incident in your life or one mishap or one thing or one yeah. situation. And then it's like 20 million steps back. Yeah. Yeah. It's the weird. It's like the weirdest thing to think about. I know. I have you seen the Barbie movie? 
I haven't, which is so Me crazy because I've run in their mom's house. I, I need to see it. Is I it was, so amazing? I haven't seen it either. Oh, and okay. That's, and everybody, everyone has. Everybody has, but I've been waiting for the crowds to die down. Just Me too. I'm like, I love sitting in a movie theater by myself with like, I can just chill. Oh, and just <laughs> yeah. like, I feel invincible there where I could just like sit there with my popcorn and find a recliner with wine and just yeah. like enjoy a movie. Yeah. Where it's like a little more quiet. And, but they said in oh the movie God, something yes. like, Women hate women and men hate women. Wow. And it's like, so we're already just, you know. Whoa, that's an uphill deep. battle. Yeah. An uphill battle indeed. And look, your boy, Dave Neal, power recapper, uh, a, vo a voice against the misogynists out here. We discussed this on today's YouTube, and I'm not going to get into the full conversation, but I found this really interesting article uh, that described the different types of female misogynists. Now, we know misogyny is the hatred and or just contempt that one may have for females, right? Uh, but female misogyny is a little different in, in, in that it's the same hate, but it comes in a different way. And one of the types of uh, misogynists is called the Puritan, and they regard themselves as the ideal woman, or, or they uh, regard the ideal woman as thin, trim, youthful, pretty, alluring, mild-tempered, nurturing, compassionate, non-promiscuous, non, not too ambitious, ladylike in manners and presentation, and sometimes also as domestic and subservient to men. And so it's very easy to see the type of people that would judge Caitlin for caring too much about her job, you know, which probably brings her a lot of value. There's so many issues to the breakup with Caitlin and Jason that won't go resolved by audience members because, look, uh, it was just a relationship that didn't work out. And it sucks we're battling time and our biological clocks, which exist in both men and women. They come out in different ways. Obviously, I think um, I think society, uh, the biological clocks, there's more pressure on women than men. And I mean that because, yeah, sure, a guy's sperm count will go down, but it's a little different than, you know, the biological clock that women face. And because of that, if someone puts their career first in a world that has the shittiest or lack of maternal, uh, you know, post post-birth care, right? I mean, it's hard not to want to root for women and people in general to put their careers first because we really do live in a society that's got so many class issues. And Caitlin coming from, uh, you know, uh, waiting tables and in a previous relationship being financially controlled by her partner because she moved to Europe for her professional hockey player boyfriend who then uh, was controlling over the money she spent. So it's very clear to see that Caitlin puts... Um, the, her, is putting herself first to make sure she takes care of herself and her businesses. And maybe the next relationship, she'll have a little bit more of a better chance to throttle back on that and have more time for the relationship. But to think that she was the problem and Jason wasn't, I think neither were the problem. They just didn't work out, folks, and that's okay. But it's interesting to talk about because this hate that exists online you know, we think of these trolls, these, and I say trolls lightly because a lot of them think they're meaning well. We we see, I see, you know, you see their icons when when they comment, and sometimes it's a grandmother. I mean, it's, it's people of all ages, right? And you see their ignorance and their lack of care and how they communicate with others online, and it is such a problem of the internet. It just doesn't exist in real life. And as you guys know, I was banned. In reality, Steve had a good laugh at my banning on Reddit. 
uh, which I fully support uh, any humor that wants to come up with this stupid, stupid situation. I'm going to play this clip after, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play what Reality Steve had to say about me, which is very funny, after a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, we are back with Spoiler King Reality Steve. Here's what he had to say after finding out that your boy Dave Neal, Power Recapper, was absolutely banned from the Bachelor subreddit. Have a listen. I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, there was, you know, kind of a um, a sobering story to to mention. I want to throw this out there. Dave Neal, you know, good friend of mine, and he had gone back to Rhode Island for his brother's wedding last week. He was out of town for a while. If you watch his videos, you know he was on the road doing his videos. And, um, you know, he informed me. And he informed, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people when he came back. He is back in town doing his show. I think I can't remember what day he got back this week, but he got back this week. And um, <sighs> unfortunately, you know, it's tough, but Dave had to tell everybody in a video yesterday that he had been banned from Reddit. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just too funny. How fucking stupid are those people? I mean, good God. Dave and I... The, the messages that Dave and I sent yesterday to each other, um, they're all timers, to say the least. But, yeah, he's been banned from Reddit. Ooh. <laughs> My guess is Dave is not losing more than two seconds of sleep over this. You know, reality, Steve, you would have guessed correct. I actually got too much sleep last night. I kind of woke up and stared in bed. Now, you know, you know, you know this about me. I don't bring my cell phone into the bedroom reading that book, Atomic Habits. It's uh, when you have a bad habit. It's first of all, it's important to know you have a bad habit. Like my wife doesn't think she has a problem with bringing the cell phone into the bedroom. And she's not like a terrible doom scroller. But let me tell you something. We've all got this problem. It exists out there. And I just, um, you know, I don't I uh, at night when I go to bed i just leave my phone in the living room and i walk into the other room and that's it and if i have to send a message i can get up and go do it but um point being is i i don't wake up and, and go straight onto my phone i have a nice coffee and i kind of relax i watch the today show like a grandmother that i am i uh, gotta love the today show don't you just love how to isn't she fantastic either way um yeah i got a good night's sleep so thank you reality steve for sticking up and now you are officially on the soundboard i got a lot of reality steve on the soundboard here's my new soundboard of reality steve I mean, good God. <laughs> I mean, good God is correct. And that's the world we live in. Yeah, there's some really funny people commenting. I mean, uh, pulling apart the hypocrisies of the, I don't know if it's the Reddit moderators. I don't even know who it is. It's kind of like, you know, a faceless enemy here, these people. But, yeah, no, they called me and Steve Krusty. And they there's some people that they are upset that Reality Steve and I both make money covering The Bachelor, which is, I mean, look, The Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, it's 50% men and 50% women that are on the show. So there is no there is no stranglehold on co on 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 men commenting on the show. I, I my think my I think the reason why he and I and other male commentators do well 
within the franchises because maybe there's an abundance of female voices because there it is a female specific audience but the actual people on the show is is male and female split down the middle for the most part right guys so very interesting that people want to police what I do on my channel when in fact all folks have to do is not listen if they don't want to you know what I mean I don't show up with a stereo over my head in the front lawn of people's houses you know blaring my recaps I would if I could but that just doesn't you know that would take a lot of time so anyway um for all of the weird and bogus comments that we've shared, I want to thank the majority of you guys who have supported me in a battle I didn't know I was fighting. I didn't know I was ban worthy. I still have to, I still struggle with the idea that things I say with my account, with my name, have consequences in a way that's different than like a, a random person commenting. That's not a cop out so much as to say, wow, I, I'm just, I'm just surprised that I was brought into or the Petri dish that we're going to be analyzing here as a commentator myself. I don't hate it. I, I respect the irony there that I cover the show. Now people are covering me. It's just like, how far down the human centipede do we go? I'm on the ass end, folks. Either way, fascinating stuff to say the least. And we're going to go to some non-Bachelor news. Bill Maher he says, it's time to bring the show back. No striking writers, though. So he's getting a lot of hate. And I've been one who's, I've always enjoyed the Bill Maher show, Real Time with Bill Maher. Not because I agree with a lot of his policies, but because I think it's one of the last places where people of different political ideologies can have long-form conversations. I truly do. I don't think we see uh, many other shows where that happens. Well, he announced the show's coming back and he's not going to do his monologue or the other bits that writers write. Uh, but the Writers Guild of America is not happy about it, you know, because obviously he is a writer in the Writers Guild. He's also in the Screen Actors Guild, of course, in the movies he's been in and things like that. So anyway, the Writers Guild is on strike. They released a statement disapproving Bill Maher's show returning during the strike. Here's what they had to say. Bill Maher's decision to go back on the air while his guild is on strike is disappointing. If he goes forward with his plan, he needs to honor more than the spirit of the strike. Bill Maher is obligated as a WGA member to follow the strike rules and not perform any writing services. It is difficult to imagine how real time with Bill Maher can go forward without a violation of WGA strike rules taking place. Writers Guild of America will be picketing this show. So yeah, you don't want to offend your writers, but you know, he did say they are not going to have the opening monologue. They're essentially just going to be a debate show now where he doesn't do any writing. Bill, a writer himself, says he sympathizes with striking writers' important issues and hope they are addressed to their satisfaction. But he says after five months on strike, it's time to bring others back to work. And uh, that's just not how strikes work. Strikes are about forcing economic burden on those you're striking against. And that battle could go on for a very long time. But the more shows like Bill Mars stay on air and Drew Barrymore and the more these reality shows are on air. And look, The Bachelor is not a SAG or Writers Guild. It's a reality show. So it's just a, it's just um, like the reason, like there, there will be no discussion for a very long time about The Bachelor's ratings and whether or not it'll be canceled. Because what you see now with the strike going on is that it really 
empowers the reality shows that can work even though these other strikes are happening. There's no picketing of The Bachelor. There is no writing. Now, don't get me wrong. They have like story creators that are helping develop stories. It's just a gray area. Uh, but either way, the fact that Bill Maher, it's, a, it's not a good look for somebody who's, I think, supposedly pro-union. Um, and in other stories that have nothing to do with that, let's jump right into this. Should we do that? Should we do a break first? The next story is Girl Scout Troops seen fleeing a charging alligator in a terrifying video. We'll have that story for you guys right after a quick word from our sponsors. And by the way, big public service announcement from our friend of the community, Araceli, says Starbucks reminder that after 12 p.m. it is buy one, get one free on fall drinks on the app. Now, I wonder if that means, uh, you know, like I'm a big uh, venti shaken espresso with oat milk. That's kind of my jam these days. What do I have to do to make that a fall drink? Do I just a pump of um, of uh, what you might call it? Uh, 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 geez, what the hell is it called? <laughs> I can't even, pumpkin spice, is that what I got to do? A pump of pumpkin spice? Does that make it a fall beverage? We'll have to see. I saw a TikTok today of somebody calling out Dunkin' Donuts uh, pumpkin spice drink. It has 146 grams of sugar. It has almost 1,000 calories in it. Absolutely wild, the type of sugar that exists in all of our food and drink products out there. Not good, folks. Not good. All right, but maybe some sugar will help you flee a charging alligator. Here's a terrifying video for you. A Girl Scout troop in Texas had to swim for their lives on a recent camping trip when a 14-foot alligator emerged from the depths while the kids were playing in a lake. I, I kind of see this as a potential, uh, like, a you know, after the, after the rise of the Barbie movie. How about the Girl Scout movie where they fight a 14-foot alligator and maybe they beat it up and make a bunch of alligator shoes and sell them? You thought you liked Bur Bo uh, Girl Scout cookies. Now imagine Girl Scout Birkenstocks made out of alligator skin. Terrifying video shows the massive gator rising to the surface and charging towards the girls who start screaming as horrified onlookers note the size of the reptile. Yeah, one person tries to hit the alligator with a flotation device, you know, just like a you know, blown up uh, seat cushion. It's like, that ain't going to do it. One of the scouts, 11-year-old Ava Miller, told KPRC News in Houston, I was thinking, this is the day I die. It was moving faster than us or about the same. Yeah, horrifying stuff, but uh, it looks like they all avoided catastrophe. And in other news, NSYNC has a new song, their first in 20 years. Uh, NSYNC fans are getting finally getting a taste of the group's brand new song that has all five guys joining forces in the studio to lay down a track for the new Trolls flick. The group's song is called Better Place. And it's teased near the end of the latest trailer for Troll Band to get Trolls Band together. It dropped Wednesday night, giving folks a glimpse of what's likely to become a new hit, especially because they last recorded a song in 2002. I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm annoyed by NSYNC because Lance Bass, uh, he he's just annoys me. I don't know. I got a bone to pick with Lance Bass. Everyone else, Joey Fatone, you're cool in my book. Justin Timberlake, you're okay. Obviously, we've seen some uh, issues with Justin Timberlake, you know, in hindsight, talking, uh, you know, about his relationship with Britney Spears and things like that. Oh, but either way, NSYNC back to make a buck, and I don't doubt them. They're not the only people trying to make a buck out there. TSA agents caught red-handed stealing money. Video shows the theft ring. A couple of TSA agents were caught on video stealing Monday from money from passengers' luggage at a security checkpoint, and now both are under arrest. You know, <clears throat> when, I when I flew back from Boston on Tuesday, 
I got stopped at TSA. I have um, uh, pre-check, which uh, means I'm better than you. No, it means I don't have to take my shoes off when I walk through. Oh, what a delight. And apparently, when I bought my plane ticket on JetBlue, usually I write David Neal. It's like my legal name, but my Screen Actors Guild name's Dave Neal. I, I just go by Dave unless you're my family. If you call me David, I'm probably in trouble and it's triggering. So don't call me David. Uh, call me Dave, please. Uh, but either way, I, I guess my ticket was Dave Neal and my license was David Neal and they wouldn't let me on the flight. And I, and I said, I've never had this problem in my life. Normally, you can just use one or the other interchangeably and it's not a big deal, but they forced me to go all the way back with my tail between my legs and uh, reevaluate life, but I made it onto the flight. So it's not a big deal. Um, but anyway, here we have the sticky fingered suspects, Liberius Williams and Josue Gonzalez. They were on duty scoping out bags being scanned in Miami International Airport in late June and early July. On both occasions, the TSA agents worked in tandem to snatch money from carry-on stashed in bins on a conveyor belt. Uh, so I guess they just waited till there was just a quick uh, you know, if you're looking at the video right now, you know, maybe they're not going digging deep for money, but if someone leaves it in a shoe or something when you're traveling, bingo, bango, they are, uh, you know, hey, look, someone's got to afford that uh, overpriced uh, food court food. Either way, um, very sad. The alleged thieves were arrested in July and charged with grand theft, along with a third TSA employee, Elizabeth Fooster. But in the case against Fooster, who was originally accused of stealing $600 from someone's wallet, they were it was, the charges were eventually dismissed. So wild times out there uh, in the TSA world. Let's wrap it up with a TikTok of Tom Sandoval. Uh, as you guys know, we followed the Tom Sandoval story for a long time. Cheated on Ariana Gr uh, Grande. Ariana M Manix. Maybe Grande, too. What do we know? Um, and, uh, you know, got called out and, and all of that. And... He was recently blocked by Raquel, the, the the other woman, the woman he cheated with, and she blocked him. And then here's his response to being blocked by her. Hey, man, it's good to see you. Hey, Tom, question, man. You know, you know, today was Raquel's birthday. People saw that you made a comment and she blocked you instantly, man. How do you, how do you feel about that? I mean, uh, you know... I did press today. I was I was surprised. I you know haven't talked to her in quite a while. I I didn't know if like people were gonna be reaching out to her for a birthday. So I was just like you know hey I hope you're finding happiness and peace and you know I miss you friend and she like uh, blocked me and said okay bye. Bye. Okay bye. And, yeah. And, and there's still no hard feelings regardless. I mean look like she's doing whatever she she needs to do you know. Um, she needs to distance herself, uh, you know, change her name, distance herself, break off of this entire situation. Unless the money's right, but like, you know. Jeez. Unless the he says she needs to break off unless the money is right. <laughs> so, oh man, I, I finally understand why this guy is so hated. Money's right, but like, you know, um, I, I, you know, we all have our own way of, of, of dealing with things. You know, that's that's her way of dealing with things. And, you know, I have to respect that. I just hope she's doing well. Um, I hope she had a great birthday and uh, continues to find her herself. You know, mm -hmm. and any last words to Raquel if she sees this video? Rachel, uh, you know, I guess uh, good luck. Um, wish you the best no matter what. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's all I can say. And last question, if you could answer it. In the future, do you believe that Raquel should come back on the show one day? Um, 
I mean, at this point, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, every, you know, if she feels like she's up to it, yeah, come back, do it. Um, but, you know, you gotta play by the same rules as everyone else. You can't come in and say like, oh, like, you know, like, you know, when it came to the reunion, I was there the entire like six, seven hours. I didn't get my own private trailer and get to come in and just like dip my toes in when I feel like it. And then like, oh, time out, like leave, you know, like, um, and this season as well, like I showed up and uh, faced the music and you know, you gotta do that. And, you know, if she was ready to do that or felt prepared or that she could do that, then, you know, maybe she can come back. But by the time that happens, I mean, it'll probably be past that point. So, you know, I would say I wish her the best of luck and, you know, I'm sure she could go on and do other things, you know? This just doesn't seem like something that's like maybe right for her. Know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. All right, Tom, man. Best of luck to you, man. All love, man. All right. Hey, you you, you could even tell even the uh, even the camera guy was getting tired by the long-winded answer. I mean, good God. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for you guys today. I'm sorry about the audio. That's just what it was. They, they conducted this interview near the freeway or something like that. All right, folks. Well, we'll wrap it up tomorrow with Friday. But in the meantime, hope everyone has a fantastic rest of the day. And uh, we'll catch you later. Bye, everybody. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. I mean, good God. I mean, good God.